My name is Mary Grace, and this is the Home Body Podcast. And here we're exploring the home as a body and body as a home. I host spiritually and artfully minded conversations on embodiment, on approaching life as practice, artistic collaboration, and experiment. We'll talk about healing, art, aesthetics, magic, the practices we can bring to hone our intuition and live our life fully awake with our power intact. My hope is to encourage and enliven you and to also cultivate awareness and freedom. We're here to develop wisdom and self-trust and to be dynamic agents of beauty. We're here to design and be more intentional with the creation of our life. And we are here to make room for inquiry, sensitivity, and joy. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. And here is a delayed release of the podcast coming out today on Thursday, September 3rd. I normally have everything super locked and loaded and ready to go for an early morning release on each Thursday. And that is just not what happened this week. So, um, so I'm rolling with it. And instead of ghosting you all, I am just putting together something more casual, something laid back and something brief, just to say that I am thinking about you and that I am here. Um, the plan was to put together a, some compilation episodes, which are still underway. Um, basically putting together the best of the most listened to episodes from this first season of the podcast that we are in the process of wrapping up and those are still under construction. It was a lot more production and they're just taking longer and that is okay. So I just thought I would share some of the things about my week. I will share some of the things that I sharing in my email that's going out today um, that I send out every week and just really from my heart. When I was recording the upcoming astrology weather for this month for Patreon, um, the image of the pressure cooker kept coming up. And though it's cliche, um, I couldn't help but think of the diamond analogy that we hear so often. And I tend to be very anti-cliche. I do, not only do I do my best, but I actively seek the opposite of cliche as far as how I communicate and convey images. Um, But this came up strongly and because the pressure that creates diamonds from coal is the kind of pressure and the heat that we are under this year. Um, If the diamond gave in to either of the extremes of heat or pressure, it would melt or it would combust. And, but it doesn't, it keeps itself and it becomes more glorious and more beautiful amidst the difficulty. And I think about how, I mean, of course, a lot of the September weather that we're talking about when we have Mars stationing retrograde and all of these other aspects and things coming up that have carried a lot of of difficulty for us through this year. Not that they have caused it, but they have correlated to it and our experience. And so I've been thinking a lot about extremes because a lot of what we're experiencing is, you know, extremes when they meet face to face and want to do things their own way. And just because we're pulled towards extremes doesn't mean that we have to behave extremely, but we can be wise about what fights we engage with. If we engage with them, we can decide what kinds of interactions feel beneficial 
what kind of interactions we are or we're not willing to have. Our inner dragon can also decide if it's the right move to unleash fire in this moment or not. Um, But Venus moving into Leo on Sunday has very she-dragon vibes for me. And remember, boundaries make are what make fire useful and productive. And I've shared all of this in the email that's going out today. So if you don't get those, they're not like salesy and weird and oppressive, um, but they're very much from my heart. And I put a lot of, of thought and heart into them. And I'll keep sharing from that because... You know, what I was thinking is this weather outside, whether it's astrological weather or it's the weather that we're more is more visible to us often where it's the rain or the heat, we respond to the weather, but the weather is not us. And I say that and from a zero righteous place, because a, I don't know if I even like really believe in that word, but I'm not being Miss Perfect over here. <laughs> I have lost my shit this week several times and then realizing that the podcast wasn't going to be done in time or come through the way that I wanted it to yet. Um, you know, just feeling like my anxiety go through the roof and, you know, and I know that these are privileged problems. These are not the only things going on, but they're what I'm sharing. Um, I can either fan the flames of the heat and the anxiety and the pressure until I combust, or I can take a moment and see that there's a lot of fire happening and I can call the fire department or douse the flames in a cold shower or roll around in the dirt or take a bath. Um, And I was thinking of the phrase, I don't know if it was on like Sesame Street or some phrase they taught us in childhood where it's like, what do you do in case, you know, And then later I was thinking like, what were they preparing us for? Like someone lighting us on fire, um, potentially. Um, But what do you do when that happens? You stop, you drop, and you roll. And that feels like today in a nutshell with this instance specifically. It's just like, okay, stop, watch the fire, realize what's happening, let it go, and just roll with it. We have weather, but the weather is not us. We make choices about how to respond to the weather. And I think that what we worry about, what we're afraid of, what we react to, what I react to, you know, it says more about me than it says anything about what's actually happening. It says more about what I'm afraid will happen than it says about what is true or what is actually real. And if that's something you're interested in, I talk more about that. I have... um, a workshop online about fear. And I talk about that a lot. Um, but often I'm anxious because I, I have a belief inside of me that if X happens, then Y is definitely going to happen. I have these linked causalities or cause and effect. And the Y in my head is usually the end of the world or the end of my world or something super bad. And I'm also realizing that this is, a one-year anniversary for me since I closed my brick-and-mortar business. I had a Pilates and yoga studio, and that was another big moment of like things really not going as I had planned. And I think that could also be something for this year as well. I think this year is not going according to a lot of our plans. And how that doesn't always mean it's the end of the world. So this is something that I wrote actually just before I 
um, kind of turned in the keys and closed up my business, but it felt apt for today and for some of the feelings and the, the things mixing in the air. The first time the world ends, it feels like chaos and despair, death. The second time the world ends, we feel the lonely, now familiar pang of the blank emptiness. The third time the world ends, the fourth time, we realize the truth about the end of things is that there is no end. Matter is neither created nor destroyed. It reorganizes, redistributes, re-identifies. Like Ragnarok, like water, it shifts its shapes to ocean, pitcher, rain, tears, sweat to glacier to puddle, river. And when it's time to shape shift, we should shift. And the universe is so kind, so conscious that it will shift for us, with us, to us if we don't shift with it. And for this is gratitude, surrender, and awe. And gratitude, surrender, and awe are still words that I've been writing about and thinking about um, so heavily this year and really leaning into how those things hold immense power and bring us back to who we are, even amidst great pressure and disruption and things not going according to plan, because plans are not God. (laughs) Plans are not what is best. Plans are helpful, and they are structure and form that often help us get where we want to go, and I hope we all get where we want to go. But they are not what should be, and they are only helpful to the point that they help us with what is and not take us away from what is. So the new plan is that we will release the really full digestible sample platter turned entree of some of these most listened to episodes from the past year. We'll release those next week. Um, We'll have two, so we'll have one next week and then the one following. And I just really hope it either introduces you for the first time or reintroduces you to just the flood of brave voices that I have had the honor of speaking with on this show the past year. It has been a ride. So for those of you who have been along for the ride, thank you so much for being here. And for those of you who are new to the conversation, I welcome you. If this is your first episode, this is not a typical episode, but I'm so glad that you're here. Um, And as with all containers and landmarks and ways that we demark our space in time, um, it's carried a lot of growth and learning awareness and new skills as we learn to, you know, show up in new ways that these new mediums or platforms ask of us. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for all of you. And I'm going to do something that I haven't done on the show before, um, but it is something that I do in sessions with people and for people. Um, I usually use the term intuitive as a blanket term (laughs) um, that feels approachable and accessible for all sorts of divination or oracular functions or channeling or other healing based on more um, other world access. So um, it felt right and it felt like I 
was being called to share. Um, and one of the modes that I use that for, I don't use it exclusively, but I use it, um, when it's useful, when it feels like that's what I'm being called to do. Um, but one of the modes is the Akashic records. So I will be sharing something from the Akashic records here with you all today. Um, recording it live again, something I've never done on the podcast, um, but I do in sessions with and for others. (sighs) Yeah, so here we go. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O Holy Spirit of God, connect, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know this audience in the light of the Akashic Records. Help me to see us in the eyes of the lords of the records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones have for us. The records are now open. There is no delay. Everything is right on time. There is no delay. The timing of everything in your life is perfect and has been perfect. There is no delay. Slow is a pace. Do not let what everyone else is saying remove you from the truth, from the inklings and the whispers inside of you that you know is truth. Do not let someone else's lies, someone else's input, someone else's expertise distance you from the thread that has kept you alive up till now. That thread is sacred. That thread is holy. Guard the thread. Hold fast to the thread because it believes in you and it is you. It may not look like the forms of you that have been melting off this year, the transformations, the parts of you that have been changing shape, metamorphosizing, shape-shifting, And all of that is correct. There is no delay. All of that is correct. It's okay if you don't look like who you were a year ago, and it's okay if that is confusing. But the thread is you, and you are the thread. There's no need to explode in anger except when there is. If it is time to explode in anger, if it is time to let the fires of your inner fire come out and blow up everything that has been that no longer needs to be, then you can allow it. And if that is not the time, then the fire will not be creative. It will only be destructive. So use your fire according to the season that it is in your particular life. Do not let someone else's anger become your anger. But do let someone else's love become your love and someone else's fight for justice become yours. And still hold on to your thread, the single thread of your love, of your calling, of why you are here specifically, the things that speak to your heart specifically. Do not abandon those to become someone else's fight. Hold on to your thread, the thread that is your center.
Just because things are happening doesn't mean we get involved in everything that is happening. The exposure that we have to absolutely everything that happens at every minute of every day, at every point on the planet and beyond, does not make it your responsibility to hold it all. Be at peace with your thread and trust your thread. Perhaps take time today to look at it and observe what is it that I cling to that reminds me of who I am and why I'm here. And perhaps you've never looked at it before, and maybe it's time to look at it. Don't be afraid of the pressure, of the heat. Don't be afraid of things that feel like they are late, like your life is on hold. Your life is not on hold. Your life is life. And there is no delay. The timing is perfect. We think that strength is showing up the loudest, showing up the most visibly, but strength is really in those who are not a divided self, but those who are holy, not only unto themselves, but not divided within themselves. There is not part of them that is working for the things that their soul does not care about, and then the other part of them fighting for what their soul does care about. That is the division that I am speaking to. But strength is the person for whom there is simply those who fight for what their soul cares about. That is our true strength. I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion, and I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. Thank you for sharing that with me, and thank you for being here today. I'm really excited about next week's episodes coming out for you all, and I'm also excited and grateful that this one happened as well, though not planned. I have a couple of things coming up this month, so if you would like more information about that, you can head over to my website, mgallardice.com forward slash calendar. We have uh, kind of just before the fall equinox group Reiki healing session happening on Monday the 21st, and I'm also doing a pop-up um, next Saturday here in Atlanta in real life for some affordable bite-sized astrology sessions, so you can find more about those both of them at, again, mgallardice.com forward slash calendar. And thank you for being here. And I hope you stop and take some deep breaths today. And remember that your life is happening right on time, just as it should be. Sending love. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the conversation, please leave us a five-star review, subscribe to the show, and consider sharing the episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to tag me on Instagram or send me a DM. I would love to meet you and hear what you thought about the conversation. And we'll see you next week. Bye.